0: I think that was one of the smoothest movies uh, that we had seen uh, come out of like what was it like eighties nineties or whatever early nineties
1: Th- that and this thing was gentlemen that doesn't get talked about enough
0: yeah yeah but it was like just so many great black actresses and actors at the time without it seeming like a forced black movie you know what I mean
1: mm-hmm. it was just
0: a bunch of black professionals doing what they do. And, you know, it was one of those movies that I also enjoyed because it showed Eddie Murphy's range of acting. You know, it wasn't just him being the goof or the action hero who's, you know, cracking jokes here and there. Came okay, in smooth, dude. Uh, you know, he let some jokes fly here and there. But came in smooth. Uh, he had an agenda. He was running a company pretty well. And also like the move of him putting on all these other. Man, I love seeing that, and yeah, it was such a such a good movie. It's a long movie, but it's always good. But uh, that Lion King, I ain't turning off Lion. Uh, <laughs> that ass. If Lion King's on right now, um, it's like what do they call it? Uh, Pavlov's dog. Mm-hmm. Train, bro. Cause my mom said I was so when I was born, like. Lion King had was pretty new. It's pretty new. So um my mom had it and she would just keep it playing like on a loop while she was like cleaning and shit. And she was like, we ain't really got no tapes like that. He ain't watching it. It's just on my ass. All up at the screen. And we had the VCR player that would uh when it would play out, and she would go back to the beginning and play again. So she ain't got to do nothing. So I sit there, I watch that shit all day. And yeah, I have uh, aunts and uncles babysitting me and cousins. They're like, he's so quiet. All you gotta do is put on Lion King. He'll be fine. <laughs> give him a couple snacks, a ham and cheese sandwich, a little juicy juice. He ain't gonna move. And I shit you not, I would sit on, on the damn couch in the same spot that you left me in and then watch the shit five times. So, um, yeah, man, Lion King, I watch
1: every time, and Boomerang, Beverly Hills Cop 2. What you got? Beverly Hills Cop 2, um, most definitely. The Last Dragon. Hmm, solid. Harlem Nights. Okay. The Incredibles. And okay. the First Avengers. Yo, yeah. yo. Yeah.
0: Hey man, man, um, I would run back when it comes to Avengers. I think Civil War, bro. Civil War was cold
1: to me. Civil War was so good; it should have been an Avengers movie, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: yeah. and the fact that because I was thinking, Captain America, wasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, it was. It was his third movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think I really watched Captain America like that. As ironic as that is, um, I, ain't, I ain't really with Captain America.
1: The the but movie or his movies, period.
0: Really, any of them? I, I kind of watched the first one. I was like, I get it. And that's also uh, why don't we? I ain't gonna say that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we could we could talk <laughs> about that later.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is. Uh, it's pretty suspicious. Uh, that they uh My question is, they just gonna inject him with some shit, and he just strong now. So they wasn't practicing this shot on nobody before. I'll
1: I'll tell you this. In, in my opinion, the first movie was very subjective, and yeah. uh, it was kind of like uh, uh, like the first Hulk movie, like. Uh, we're gonna throw that out there to see what happens. The second movie is kind of along the lines of what you were saying because the second movie his hands stepped up so much like in the first 10 15 minutes of the movie, like, wait a minute, he wasn't doing none of this stuff. And like, how, how, how did he pick this up? Like, how long was the gap from when he came out of the ice to this mission right here? Because he was whooping ass, like. That, like, I was just like, yeah. When he took that helmet off, I was like, bruh. bruh. <laughs> and you've been in fights
0: before. Mm-hmm. Just because you're strong, don't mean you can fight. So you tell me, when did he learn how to fight? Bruh, throwing good hands. Like, like, it ain't nothing. Ugh. Ugh. Flipping and shit. Throwing, throwing and shit. How the fuck? Taught you this, bro? You just come out of the come out of the shot like that. So that kind of I don't know. I'd be overthinking. No, I was like, I don't. I'm not rocking this. You want no training, montage? You just flipping like that, huh? Just because you got strong legs, no technique at all. Just throw your head back and wish for the best. Okay. But uh, yeah, man. Civil War when they first came out with uh, when T'Challa took over as Black Panther, man, he brushed showed his ass. And I was like, oh, we in this. But not even just for Black Panther, because you know, I, we all fans, let's be honest. Um, outside of that, I just think the concept of them like, feuding with each other, and you know, them picking sides was just like really cool, you know? Like, we do the, the right thing, you, you know, go the government way, you know, try to be peaceful or, nah, we, we the real niggas. We, we the Avengers. You said the cool. who? The military, the who? We got a who? All right, bro. They got nines and Berettas and shit like that. This nigga shoots lasers out of his face. Like who? Who cares? So that was cool, man. But um, in game. End game was fire, and I'm just really excited to see what they do with this next phase of Marvel movies. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting, but uh, I think it's gonna be tough to catch up to what they did already. If if they don't keep that same
1: format. Well, now they're taking, cause like they had to rope you in what, what was so, you know, like what was popularly known now that they, you know, they had growth in those characters in all the series of films to our phase three and into phase four. That's what opened and made everybody, uh, acceptable to or susceptible to these spin-off series on the Disney app. Cause now it's like, all right, you gonna it's gonna be like any other series, just like Marvel's Agents of Shield when it first came out. It started out real slow and then it got good out of nowhere. And that's yeah. what I see happening. Like especially with that Loki movie that's coming out. Like I see them sucking people in and introducing new uh, genres of Marvel, you know, so mm-hmm. They know how to market to make movie uh, opposed to like DC Comics. Like their animated movies can't be stopped. Their live action movies?
0: Eh. Mm. I'm not even going to say that, man. I think DC made okay superhero movies. But I think what Marvel did was so dope and so innovative and just totally flipped it in the opposite direction. Uh, DC was, was stuck. And they were like, well, we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing. These are how, super movies, how superhero movies are made, and that's how it is. And they changed the narrative so much on Marvel's side that it was like, no, this is how you make a superhero. So now you look stupid. Oh. And then the fact that you keep changing actors, you can't keep a consistent storyline. How many different timelines and scenarios of Batman do we have going on? How many jokers are you making? It's like... Uh, what's his name? Joaquin Phoenix. Is he the Joker now or is he not? Like, I don't get it. Why does everybody need the backstory? Meanwhile, Marvel comes in. They have their series movies, but they also have a lot of funny moments. And then you have, like, almost, like, completely satire movies, like, with um, Deadpool and stuff like that. So just the range that they're showing on there and all the different characters, repeat actors, very easy for anybody to just pop into any movie and be like, oh, I can watch here. I don't need a backstory. I can watch Ant-Man, and I know what's going on. I know enough. Or I can watch just the Avengers movies and not watch any of the other movies of superheroes. And I'm like, okay, I understand. I can follow that story. Which, with DC,
1: you're not going to keep track of it. Yeah, as as a, a general consumer that's the movie you're going to go to where everything's already put together. You don't, you don't, you're not exactly looking for build up for comic book fans. Oh, they're going to eat up every little bit because that's them. Like that's what they grew up on. or That's what they love. That's what they're obsessed with. So they're going to absorb as much information and see how it translated from paper to film, you know? Right. So, right. you know, in my opinion, they could do a lot better if they stuck the one universe in DC comics. Cause there's so many different ways you can go with the stories, but they don't know how to pick them. They don't got the right people as far as marketing goes. In my opinion, like I agree. one of the dopest things that come out of DC in the past 10 years was all of the shows on the CW, the arrow flash, Supergirl, uh what was it? Legends of tomorrow, which is subjective, but look, you know we watch
0: all of them. We watch all of them. So I watched The Flash, I watched Arrow and all them shits, right? So what threw me off is when they did the Justice League finally, He did see none of them. I was like, Y'all had, you know, you had Barry Allen ready to go, you had uh what's his name? Uh the arrow, uh Oliver. You got Oliver and his sister, and you know all the Huntsmen and whatever. Got them ready to go. Ain't hey, none of them. I was like, bro, how do you how do you skip that? So I don't know, man. Um, it's one of the things. You know, I still hope they get done because um, I'm a big superhero fan. I think that, like I said, the C W showing, dope, but it's just like they're blatantly missing Marvel. So hopefully they can win.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't know I, I just I, I'm I'm now the person that's waiting to see You know, after i seen that trailer For the New World of Combat I'm like, I'm hoping these aren't the best scenes In the movie I'm hoping this is a taste of what's to come You know, because I've been tricked like that Before, like On a, yeah. on a bunch of different movies I'm like, I'm, I'm hoping that they just like Alright, I'm going to give them a taste Because they, they ain't going to want to miss the rest of this shit You know
0: Right, right, man. So I got this homie that uh, sent me the link for Mortal Kombat because she grew up, you know, deep into it. So we going back, we kind of breaking it down. Now it's just like sort of said the same thing, and she was like, probably. And it's kind of heart crushing, bro, The think that like they're gonna have this long, dry ass story. You didn't see all the best clips from it, and you just like, up and there it goes, three, two she's licking a little dagger or whatever. Okay. Three, two, okay, there goes the cake or whatever. So, I don't know. Maybe it's something it, it is something different versus like Superman and, you know, those types of dudes. I'm glad that they pivoted away from that and maybe, man, just maybe, they can really dig their heels in on Mortal Kombat and just say, fuck Superman and fuck Batman and all the and this Mortal Kombat is what DC does right now. And then Maybe they go back in and reinvent how they do the video game and shit like that. Then you have your other marketing tie-ins. Bro, that's a win right there, but you know, they didn't fumble the bag so many times on this. I would be
1: surprised. <laughs> it's just like with this uh, this new uh, live-action Ninja Turtle movie that is in the works. Um, it has the potential to be great if they Kind of follow the uh, the script from the original series minus the third okay. one, but if they try to do what Nickelodeon did, I'm just like, yeah it's it can be it can be good without making it too cartoony or too foreign from the original uh, genre of Turtles, in my opinion, as a true fan, you know.
0: Yeah. So I guess. So I was about to get on their ass I was about to be, I was about to be like, this turtles is owned by Nickelodeon And I was about to be like, Nickelodeon's gonna make a trash version of live action. Because I've seen like, I haven't watched it, but I've seen like I think two or three different versions of Ninja Turtles. You know, the slash across the screen, the screen from Nickelodeon. I'm like, that's trash, that's not the original. But thinking about how they did live action Dora. I ain't gonna front, bro. Live-action Dora was actually pretty fire. Uh, and I expected it. It was funny. Uh, it was well-timed. It seemed true to the original Dora, but at the same time, like, I felt like they, the cast, it, they, nailed. they nailed the hell out of her. Um, and Diego addressed them. So I'm like, well, if they did that with that show, maybe they got enough to go off of and do a great mini-turtles too and hopefully they tie in with the original creators hopefully they link up tie in with some of the original fan base and stuff like that so they stay not just relevant to new superheroes and stuff like that but also they keep that nostalgia going like they keep the old cats, like me and you who've been watching this in it because I wanna watch mini-turtles
1: too and enjoy it but if it's just for the kids it's gonna be right. Another disappointment. Well, Seth Rogan is supposed to be writing this movie. So I'm interested to see where he goes with it. Got me. Yeah. So
0: so okay. Okay, man. Dang it. That I did not take long to sway me at all.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come here, I, I should be a car salesman, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, Seth Rogan drove this car one time, right?
1: You know, Obama brought this back. He didn't like the seats, you know. Serious? (laughs) Obama. Barack. Barry O. (laughs)
0: Barry O. O. Obese. Okay. Michelle.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, So let me ask you this when it it comes to comedy, what's your ideal for like your perfect show?
0: Mm. My ideal for perfect comedy show. Uh, I think sketch comedy is cool because every sketch, that, that's how I think. Like everything is like a people when they say like man, when you go for a joke, you really going for it. It shit kind of long, but it'd be good. long. So for me, I think in sketching, so Ah, it's rough to be like everything's obviously not going to be Chappelle's show, but at the same time, it's like how many uh, Saturday night lives? Good, gracious, man. And it'd just be trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, ever, you ever be somewhere and somebody shows you like a Saturday night live video, you're like, look at this. And you just like, oh, <laughs> that's what you thought it was funny? Like? So I'm not gonna say particular lanes of sketch comedy I think are up there for me. Uh, I just had this conversation today. I do rock with a good sitcom, but I feel like it's been so long since we've had like a really good like black sitcom that felt organic and like not contrived. you know like I, and this is my theory.. Um, I feel like we had a good run. I feel like sitcoms were pretty even back in the day, like around let's say like early 90s. So when they had like Family Matters versus Schoolhouse, right? And stuff like that. And I feel like there were like a couple, like I would say mainstream sitcoms that everybody just watched on, you know, Monday or whatever. And that was it. But when it came to a lot of black actors coming up and black comedians and everybody starts spinning out their own shows Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you got Jamie Foxx show, you got Markman show Um, you got all these different you got um, you got Living Singles coming out you know I think a different world right and I feel like they're all very normal shows without being like this is a black show You know what I mean? Like, it was just Black people doing stuff. And I think but in different niches and different areas. So, I think the, I'll say Big Hollywood saw that and was like, oh, we can do that too. Friends! And you got uh, them, and you got all these, like, combative shows to that, right? And that kind of washed the market out because there's a bigger market for certain demographics of things. Mm -hmm. So, the views are gonna reflect that more people like this versus this. So, this is gonna get moved to the WB.
1: And then, <laughs> or, or UPN.
0: <laughs> or, or UPN, right? Or one of the many uh, black networks that we like, I don't know what channel it's on no more. It's changing logos every day. And at the end of the day, it's just Tyler Perry's network, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> it's really what it boils down to. Any black network is Tyler Perry's. I don't care if it's own, I don't care if it's BT, Century, it's it's all Just call it that. Medea just needs its own network But
1: the Medea network.
0: <laughs> I don't support, but hey, man, get your bag, bro. But yeah, man, I think that's one of the things that kind of washed out a lot of our sitcoms is, oh, we're gonna do it too. And now that we have the views to back this we're going to discard your shows and sell them to all these different networks. Now you might get a new episode. You might not. Uh, Is the Steve Harvey show canceled? What's going on with BL? What network? And then because we're confusing keywords, them views are going to turn. So then this is going to stop coming in. So now it looks like it's not marketable. So now all the social issues uh, come up and, you know, uh, we need more diversity here and there, blackish. <laughs> I'm like, I love beyond Cole, man. That's, that's a funny duel. Anthony Anderson, Tracy Tracy Ellis Ross, man, um, still bad at this day. Um, and, you know, no shades to none of them, but it doesn't feel the show feels blackish. It it doesn't feel like a black show at all. I don't know who's writing it, so I can't really speak intelligently on it. I would have to look it up myself. So you know, don't catch me out here just running my mouth. But it doesn't even feel like Black writers wrote the show. You know what I mean? It feels like just somebody was like, "I have no idea what a Blackish family would be like. Let's let's throw it out there." And you know, you're getting all these other like pandery shows, like Fresh Off the Boat, you know, Crazy Rich Asians. You know, it's like every race is getting their show. Vlogish. Yeah, woke-ish, you know, youngish, oldish, you know, all that kind of whatever. It's like, all right, man. Um, I see what you're doing. So, I, I would hope for another black-led sitcom that came through that was organically fun, didn't seem too too pushed, or uh, felt like somebody was disconnected from the culture.
1: Because right now, I feel like we got a lot of that. Um, for, for, to me, it seemed like it's a catch-22 because yeah. you're giving, you know, um, actors of all colors and all backgrounds opportunities to work and be known. But it's on a show that's walking that thin line of just being like, ah, I like the show. I like the people. Yeah. Not really feeling where it's coming from. You know, yeah. Like your support, but you know, let's talk about can we can we can we change certain things about it? And if not, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when you see shows like that or spinoffs move to, you know, certain platforms like Netflix, and then you get a little bit more grounded as far as the material, because that's one thing Netflix is going to do; it's not going to waste this money. You know, it's going to get back, but it's put in. If they put in 40 and they make 50, they're like, at least we made our 40 back. But you will want yeah. get season two, you know?
0: Yeah. I see that. I see that. It's just, man, I, I just want that, like, organic show for us that we can all watch and really enjoy it without it being a Tyler Perry presentation. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like that's too much to ask for um, with all the struggle, I don't want no struggling show. You know what I mean? Where somebody, somebody got to be in a relationship that's messy. Um, I don't want to see uh, somebody got to be beat up, raped, and got to overcome some shit. You know, just just go to the mall like Susie do. And the mall was fun. They ran out of shoes and. I, I thought they was gonna have a bogo sale. What does bogo mean? Mm, buy one get one. Man, I thought it meant whatever. That's the end of the show. Some shit like that. I would be into versus it being like all my life I had to fight type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we're working towards that, and maybe that's a that's a whole different discussion. Of like getting the old guard of writers, and directors, and creatives out and getting some newer, fresher ideas. I, I think young people write their asses off. When you look at Sundance, when you look at um, a lot of these media services that aren't as big names as Netflix. Netflix, again, everybody watches Netflix. I, I ain't about to sit up here and talk shit about Netflix. Y'all want to give me a special? Get a nigga up. But um, <laughs> I got four hours ready to go. But, uh, yeah, man, Netflix do their thing, but there are also a bunch of – Young kids out here writing, or I should, I should say kids, but there's a bunch of people 35 and under writing their asses off that they're not going to get the same clout as the Tyler in establishing the game. Because even, even like, uh, you know, something like the Cosmic Show. I loved the Cosmic Show growing up. I mean, sorry for the pop. Probably should have kept the pop where, where it belonged. But, um, you know. Mr. Jello was doing the damn thing, and even though, when I look back, that was the first blackish. That that was the same vibe of like, hey, it feels a little forced, you know. Which is why I think a lot of us were a lot happier when we saw Martin coming. Martin just living like, you know, when we saw Jamie Foxx writing jingles, we was like, all right, yeah, yeah, I see that. We're right at the hotel. And stuff. So, you know, it's just I want to see something come from an organic place without all these sad, dramatic, hurting ass, overcoming slave him singing songs. I don't want no slave spinoff neither. I don't know sharecropping story. They love him too. Unfortunately, yeah.
1: unfortunately drama sells, you know. I, I always thought um, to myself, what would be a dope series to come out would be like a Last Dragon series because yeah. the movie uh, is an iconic legend, you know, uh, at least for people in my you know age group, you know, and it's not typical because you take you know, a young black dude who was in uh I don't want to say obsessed, but was fascinated with the Asian culture and immersed itself into it. And regardless to what anybody said, he didn't let them change who he was. And he turned out to be the man in these streets. Like everyone wanted to piece him because he had the glow, you know what I'm saying? And I think that that would be uh, not only a, a retro animal that would do some numbers in my opinion, but yeah, it would demonstrate uh, not judging a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? It's like those people you see, like the, the Asian people that you see that live in Louisiana with Louisiana accent, you would expect them to have an Asian accent. But when they, they talk like, you know, and I'm just like, wow, that's, that's, yeah. it. that's different, but you know what? That's who you are. You know? Yeah. So I mean, you never know, you know, 2021, 2020 has shown us that all types of things are possible. They, they, they were doing research in the Arctic ocean and they found out it was uh, traces of chlamydia in it. And I'm just like, I don't know how the ocean gets the clap, but you know, if, if that's an indication of what's happening to the world, anything's possible, you know?
0: So uh, anything is possible, man, but then, you know, the, the spiritual Folks would be like, well, the galaxy be fucking, and you'd be like, What? Well, there's chlamydia in the ocean. So, you know, we gotta be in tune with Mother Earth because she be she be out in these streets, and I didn't know Mother Earth
1: was loose like that.
0: I didn't know she was she was out there throwing them cheeks.
1: But apparently <laughs> anybody can get it. That's a that's a, a free spirit right there. And just don't piss her off. Don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> All right, so all right. Let me ask you this: If you could go on tour with a comedian, who would it be? I go on tour with one comedian,
0: bro. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, that's a very tough question, bro, because there's an obvious answer. Like, you know, I've seen like a lot of comics, like live and in person. and, like, the energy in the room was dull. Like, uh, Dave Chappelle, I saw him when I was stationed in Ohio uh, in his hometown. And when I tell you, like, we was all standing up. And, like, I'm a dramatic black Like, ha, ha, ha. Shit's funny. But, like, when I told you, like, I had to stand up. Like, there was something in my body that made me stand up. And, like, oh, shit. It was so funny. It's crazy. So um, that would be good to soak up the information and learn from a cat like that. But at the same time, how, can, how did you open up for a Dave Chappelle? How? How do you do that? What words you got that you're going to say out of your mouth that are going to warm up for David? damn Chappelle? I don't I don't know. Um, so that'd be something. <laughs> uh, I feel like I could go on tour with somebody like a Hannibal Burris or something like that and have a good time. Uh, I feel like it would be fun and also like like it would not be I mean, this obviously still a gap. I ain't about to say ain't no damn Netflix special. But uh, I feel like I wouldn't feel the same like damn, these is killing it out here. This is the the Dave Chappelle show, leave. like damn, you know, I wouldn't be so starstruck that uh, I couldn't, I'd be frozen. Uh, but also, like a lot of the cats on all The man, like all the niggas that tour, I would, I would love going to it like that, bro. Especially being in LA, down the street, very close to y'all studio, <laughs> and you know, I would love to go on a tour with Kevin on stage, Doughboy. Pat Cloud, I don't know, you be touring, bruh, bruh. You be talking about videos every day. Comedian CP Powell, just don't roast me. All them niggas, bro. To Dude,
1: hear more.
0: Yeah, man. Brandon Lewis, all them cats, bro. I'll be out there with you. So um, uh, yeah, bro. There's a lot of cats I rock with. Um uh, bro. You gotta go there. <laughs> but um. Uh, uh, yeah, bro, I, I would love to go on No Cap, I really love to go on to that, that would be a dream And if you look at all the tags on my videos man, I will be tagging y'all niggas So, um, uh, free promotion Nah, Pat Cloud actually liked, like, two of my videos man. Uh, okay. Like, I think he liked, like, two videos and, like, a couple of my my posts So, like, if you go down, there was uh, You know how, like, niggas do motiv- motivational quotes and shit? They'll be like, uh, if you think it and you believe it, you can't achieve it. there will be like a picture of like a panther in black and white and the letters being blue and shit. And for some reason, that motivates motherfucking shit. And then you got like a little stamp at the bottom that'd be like, uh, Sam Johnson. They'd be like, oh, Sam Johnson must be motivation. Um, so I made one where like, I think Kev on stage, uh, CP, and Pat Cloud. And Pat Cloud would like to this. And I was like, yeah. And then like, Three weeks ago he did a video on like fuck motivational post. I was like, damn, man. But you liked it. I, he shared it too. He shared it on uh, on his story. I was like, damn, nigga, I thought we was we was homies, bro. We was good. all right, Alright. I got the screenshot. It's fine. It's fine. It's and it was crazy too because only like thirteen people had liked the shit, and he was like, like, "That's we gonna work together,
1: bro." Oh shit! That is... <laughs> <laughs> like uh, we we just talked about this. What's what's going hey, on?
0: What <laughs> you double tapping like a motherfucker? You over here, t-tap. all right? So. But at the same time, if I saw my picture on there, I'm, a, you know, if somebody got my shit through a little if you believe it, you achieve you know, archival literature <laughs> type shit, throw some graduation words up on my shit and posted it.
1: And I saw it, yeah. I'm like, I may talk shit about it as well, so I can't. Mean, it's cool. You might, might make a video about this. You know, I'm all full for motivation, but who is this guy? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Let, let me look at your page. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. Well, good luck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me find this nigga out. No, man, Long Beach, let me, bro. Um, so I'm, I'm technically in Long Beach, right? Mm-hmm. Technically. L.A. County, Long Beach City. Um, I, stalking is a, is a, is a rough word to use. I be seeing this nigga on Instagram, roller skating and shit. I had just got to the crib. Fuck. I was just skating
1: and shit like that. No, fuck.
0: How come this nigga ain't never in the room when I'm at the
1: room? (laughs) I I was going to ask you. Have you ever run into, you know, like any, you know, known celebrities or anything like that? And apparently you, you got one of them geotagged, so that's that's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: the crazy thing is, man, I don't get starstruck. As crazy as that may seem, bro, I admire hustle, and uh, I admire content and stuff like that. But I don't know if you like on a personal level. It's just weird for me, but oh, that's so-and-so and shit like that. Um, uh, I was, when I first got here, I was rocking a couple chicks, you know, all up on the tender scene and shit like that. So going out with them, they're like, so you know, I was in a room with Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, up, like I'm like, you fuck, you a kid up now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are you gonna tell John Roo that you're a kid now? Like, make sure you spread that message as well. But like, you know, like celebrity shit never got me like that. But them um, cats really pushing out shit like that. I respect the hustle. But since I've been out here, um, the, the closest thing to a celebrity I got to was uh, I was on the way to get my hair cut in Hawthorne uh, and put up aside. Uh, I thought it was a funeral, bro. There was all these black Cadillacs going around election time, and it was Maxine uh, Waters. You know, my time. My time, you're going over my time, I'm reclaiming my time. I'm in the Nix was honking and shit. I honk. So, bruh, this is how, whatever, I, I was like, who the fuck is Maxie? Where's Snapchat at? I rolled down my window, I was like, how you doing, Maxi? And she's like, fine, baby. And drove off, because we was at like the same red light. And I posted on Snapchat, and I waited, and I was like, somebody gonna tell me what in the And it was like, my time. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the closest thing I got. But um, well, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I'd say, so I don't really be looking for him either. Um, I just be really working at the crib and uh, trying to see what kind of pussy I'm, I can get into, really. Um, it's my main objectives versus celebrity hunting. Um,
1: podcasting, and pushing, podcasting and pussy. Podcasting and pussy. Two priorities, right there. Powerful, powerful. Yeah. Complex priority.
0: individual. My priorities are podcasting and pussy. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so <laughs> I got to keep the
1: stack of racks. I uh, I met John Mayer sitting at a bar at the MGM Grand. Um, oh in Vegas um, randomly because um, I, I, I was in Vegas by myself so it, it kind of sucked because I would you know see something or meet somebody and I'd turn and I'm like oh yeah I'm here by myself I can't really celebrate with nobody but he was cool um, he bought me a drink we talked about his show um, and then left um, I met uh, Sean Penn outside of the Tropicana. Yeah. And I literally, like, I wasn't, uh, like, trying to, like, bother them or nothing like that. So yeah. everyone was taking pictures, and I'm standing there waiting on a cab or whatever, and he's like, hey, man, you want a picture? And I was like, sure. <laughs> and he goes to uh, take uh, get somebody to take the picture. His phone mm-hmm. rings, and he walks off, and he was like, well, I met him. I just don't have proof.
0: <laughs>
1: close. And uh, uh, Mike Epps was in the VIP room of this club I was working at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm sitting back there chilling. And he comes in, uh, fresh off the show, or whatever. And he's talking to everybody. He was like, what's up, big man? I'm like, what's going on? He was like, um, you know, it ain't no food back here. I said, all right, man, I'm going to holler at y'all. And I just walked out. Because <laughs> I knew where it was going. I was like, I, yeah. I knew exactly what was about to happen. I'm not trying to get over. It. I'm not going to get Yeah. Like, I, uh, we, we did take a group picture and everything. But uh, one of these crazy girls I used to deal with uh, ripped it up along with some other important stuff to me. So, you know how that goes.
0: <laughs> nah, man. Uh, I went to... I don't know if you know like how Steve Harvey does. Uh, he takes like a hundred kids or whatever every year, like high schoolers. They go to Disney and um, they rock out with Steve. They just you know soak up game and they network. It's the Disney Dreamers Association, and they're like, uh, you know, what do you want to be, doctor, lawyer? You know, uh, nigga, I want to rap. So they be like, oh, Migos, come teach these little niggas how to rap. And he'd be like, okay, cool. I don't know. Basically, that's what happened. So um, it was a week long, and I got to meet Steve Harvey, Stephen A. Smith, um, Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, the nigga that plays Jimmy Ruffin on The Temptations. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I tell you I address the nigga as Jimmy Ruffin. <laughs> I didn't know what he called his name, bro. I, they said his name and I knew it. I knew it. But uh, we got like these little groups and shit. We started talking and I, I zoned out and it made him laugh so hard. I zoned out and he asked me a question. I came back to him and I said, Which stage is <laughs> The kids didn't get it, but he fucking died laughing, bro. And. Uh, Man, the, the fucked up thing about it is, like, if I had my time back, I wish I had told Steve I wanted to be a you, because uh, at the time, it was, uh, it was obviously high school, so it was my senior year, and I was, like, I was tracking for medical stuff, so um, I was, like, you know, I'm going to do a biology degree, and uh, I'll be a doctor, so they set me up with all these big niggas and I was, like, okay, this is cool, and we made some whatever shit, you know, other niggas like, I don't want to be a rapper. They hanging out with 2 chains or shit. <laughs> Me, hey! Get my paper back. I want to be one of them. I was like, you know, I was trying to be, you know, my mom was always like, raise you, be modest and stuff like that. I want to be a writer. and I want to be uh, 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 the next black astronaut doctor and shit like that. Next astronaut. It's like all these boring people and shit. I got journalists and shit in my group. These niggas got you know, Stephen A. Smith and nothing short of, like, Lil Wayne and shit. Y'all got me the wrong damn group. But, um, very quickly, I think everybody got, like, washed out from, like, c- celebrities and shit like that. And the crazy thing about it is, um, and I think about this shit often. I laugh my ass off about it. It's the very last day when, um, we're all dressed up, about to take group picture and shit like that. And that's the first time I, like, talk to Stephen face-to-face, and I made him black, and, like, he died laughing. and I was like, oh, shit, that's, I think, like, the time I really knew I was playing, but before then, the last, like, the celebrities, like, know that we're, like, leaving and shit like that, so they're like, you want any, like, last autographs, you know, come get them, uh, they're trying to give these last little nuggets of wisdom and shit like that, so we see all these people, we saw the black lady from The Secret came through, I, I was the only person that gave a fuck, And I was like, I know her from somewhere. And she said, beloved. And I was like, she's from the sacred. Okay. Um, And then it was sponsored by Steve Harvey and Mickey Taylor from Essence Magazine. So Steve Harvey was like, I guess like slightly more out there because he's a more notable name. But Mickey Taylor, Essence Magazine, bro. So Mickey come up, she started talking to us. Don't Nobody give a fuck at all. Niggas was like, yeah, 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 man, we got shit to do. And so I'm over there talking to her and shit like that. I'm trying to give out my little business card and I think I was the only nigga that got her an autograph and shit. And I was yeah. like, thank you. I'm gonna do something with that one day. You know, I think my mom put it in that box of shit she was talking about before <laughs> with, the, with the letters. I think Mickey Taylor's uh, autograph was with the, the nasty eighth grade letters I was dishing <laughs> out. But <laughs> My mystery box. <laughs> right, in the mystery box. <laughs> but yeah, man. Celebrities be a trip. It's, it's just a luck of the job. You get or not. That's right. you catch them at the right
1: time. Yeah, you're right about that. So let me ask you this. Um, who do you think is funnier? Patrice O'Neill? Ooh, or Corey Holcomb.
0: Ooh, ooh, <laughs> damn, damn. Oh man, this nigga knows comedy. This man here knows some comedy. Oh fuck, man, Patrice O'Neal, ripped to the man. He one of the best that ever did it, man. Lost him way too soon, bro. That that was. I felt like I lost an uncle for real when I heard that um patrice's delivery and the little bit of animation that came through he, he come through stone cold with it when he when he lied with it it's like oh man we all there with you but corey Hope man and i ain't gonna front it. the abortion jokes are hilarious when he said you take your he said, you take your girl to the, to the same park and ride all the with coasters, bro? Dog. Oh, Dog. Oh, oh, man. on that joke alone, I was like, man, I ain't
1: going to lie,
0: man. My, I took not take an exit to the Disney for reasons they didn't know about. Yeah, it was <laughs> terrifying. terrifying for somebody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tower of pleasure for me, huh? Tower get my life back. But um man. That is raw, fro, raw for me. Ah. Ah. <laughs> you can tell it hurts. You can tell it hurts. Ha, ah, I wanna say Corey Hopel just because of like he has more stuff out. Man. Patrice, two specials, man. I'd uh, like my top maybe 10 or 15 specials, both of them up. Damn. Like, like, had you did like a versus battle or whatever, like with them versus anybody else, they would have won. So them had the head, man. <sighs> Is it wrong to choose Patrice just because he did
1: it, it's it's not wrong. It's your opinion, and you shouldn't let anyone else's uh, views on that make ah, you feel no type of way, you know? Ah, man. It, it's, it's just a question. It's nothing to lose sleep over, but some people do. <laughs> I'm going to.
0: Oh man. Oh, I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, man, shit. Um, I might have to go with Corey Holcomb just because I could still potentially work with the nigga. Um, I might have to say
1: that. I, I appreciate your honesty. Look, the trees, but I can't go on a tour of the trees
0: now. I lost my window. <laughs> so, being you know, an opportunity, I am.
1: Poor Cold is is the goal. You got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So let me, let me ask you this. All right. So in your opinion, uh, which movie do you think is better? Talladega Nights or Step Brothers? Mm. Oh.
0: office hits right there, like, if you're not if you're not quote, one of them in the office in the queue, in the cube, if you're not first, you're last I mean, damn um,
1: Water cooler talk
0: <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah
0: I'm gonna have to go talent Talladega Nights, man uh, I think Step Brothers is cool but um, ugh, well yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ricky Bobby on this one man
1: but, uh, yeah, that's a tough one, too. They both spawned some classic lines, timeless scenes. Um, yeah. I, I, I try not to think of them as white movies because they got that a lot of that humor. But, like, you know, comedy is non-binary, in right. my opinion. Right, right. So it's like anything or anyone can be funny. And it's just like... You know, but those movies right there, it's just like whenever whenever something makes you spit out like whatever you got in your mouth, like you know it could be like the first bite of a burger, but if you see uh Will Ferrell put his nuts on them drum set and, and you just biting like that shit was it's just like all right, that burger was yeah. good, that shit was funny, you know what I'm saying? Right, so you gotta let that go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Man, it's just, I think there's, there are things that are funny, but like sometimes in my mind, I put it in a box of like, ah, because it gets overly, either overly quoted or like everybody's like, you remember that? You know, just overly quoted shit. Because like, in my job, it's like the perfect office situation for real, for real. And uh, everybody's like, have you seen The Office? <laughs> and you're like Yeah Several times Isn't it great Wayne Doesn't this remind you when, Who do you identify with Stanley Now get out of my face <laughs> Um <laughs> So like With Talladega Nights And Step Both of them Uh Are Definitely wonderful To talk But It's so funny too Because um uh, One of the dudes I worked with My whole office Um uh, He was stationed Man where was he stationed at uh Tree Fort, Louisiana. And well, I tell you, big, tall, white dude, ginger, funny as hell. He reminds you exactly a little thorough Like, he even kind of favors him a little bit. So, he, when he comes through, both Step Brothers and shit like that, you're like, alright, alright, okay. You're you going to chug. Me. You know what I'm saying? You're going to let the people look well But, you know, for the rest of y'all, let it go. But, at the waterfall,
1: yeah comedy is all about timing, you know if you're quoting something from two thousand six, it gotta be at the right time and and make that moment get even better than what it is in my opinion you know? right, right. so it's like i like I like those underrated movies that people heard of but never really watched, like have you ever seen um hot Rod with Adam Sandberg yeah yeah that for uh, I would say an eight-year stretch was one of the funniest pieces of content that I have seen because it, it the premise was just so mild and funny as shit, and I'm just like yeah. he's like he wants to be a a, a stuntman but he is horrible at it. Yeah. He he has a stepfather that doesn't respect him and he says the only way he'll respect him is he he beats his ass and he loses the fight yeah. every time. And then he gets sick and he's like, Okay, I know what I'll do, Frank. I'm gonna gonna raise this money. I'm gonna save your life and then I'm gonna beat you to death. And I'm like, I love this. I love this guy. Even though he's stupid, he's funny as shit. Like the the whole movie, which has a, for some reason, it was based in the 2000s. It had a whole 80s, 70s vibe. I was like, What is going on here? Like, and that's what made it like, even funnier to me, but you know, movies like that don't get talked about enough, in my opinion. Wrong,
0: and I wish that um, there was a way to see because a lot of people don't rock with cable like they used to, you know. So a lot of people just got uh, Netflix and Hulu and those types of things that they stream off of. But I miss uh, either coming home from school or coming home from work and turning on Comedy Central I'm watching like all those like kind of background movies that, like, sometimes. Two, three movies play in a role and they all funny, but like you don't even know the name of the movie. It just be good. You know what I mean? And like You, can talk, this, you tune in, you see uh one of your favorite comedians, if you like Adam Sandler with somebody in there, wilding out this this man Artie Wild or Will Ferrell, or whoever it is. You're like, okay. So I do miss those vibes movies. And um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of those stuff because I'm thinking back, like A lot of those movies, I don't even remember seeing like in theaters or really even advertising. Really, a lot of them I just remember seeing for the
1: first time on Comedy Central. Yeah, that that time period, like 2000 to 2010 was, Mm -hmm. uh, for lack of better words, it was kind of whitewashed when it came to that American Pie type humor. So yeah. it was consistency until two thousand nine, where you you have like uh, uh, Hancock. Um, I think uh, what was that movie with Clive Owen um, when they was in the bank? Um, Tower? Right. No, it was it was something, man. When they was robbing the bank, and uh, Denzel Washington was like the. The uh, detective on the case or whatever. I just can't think of the name of the movie,
0: bro. I'm laughing. Inside, I'm Inside like, Man. Inside <laughs> Man. I almost knew what you were talking about until you said Denzel Washington. The second, the second you said Denzel, fifty movies of him on the phone. So you on the train, right? <laughs>
1: uh, Hold
0: okay. on, what is it? I'm like, Look, man, how many times have he done this?
1: What was it, Denzel Washington? I forgot who was the cop on uh Inside Man. I know was, I I want to say it was him, but I, I don't remember off the top of my head.
0: Denzel, inside man, that's when they on the train or whatever, and he was trying to put his kid through the school. So back in the day, I think he like voted to get a different metro card or something like that. And that put somebody out of work. It's a very contrived story. Put some dude out of work so he comes back and tries to steal a train for some reason. <laughs> What are you talking about? (laughs) Like, you think it's that inside, man? Which one was inside, man?
1: All right, you know how they they have, like, bootleg versions of movies that come out, like, on Netflix? Maybe you saw that inside, man. Maybe that was, like, made by, like, uh, National Lampoons or something. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It was it was a Cohen's Brothers film or a, a Wayne's production. I, I don't know. I'm, I, just, I I haven't seen that one, but I would. Could you send me the link? I would definitely want to check that out. That sounds that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's about him. It's, yeah,
0: I've I seen it. It's hell, man. Um, I don't know if you watch the Bet the House Podcast, but uh, Bet the House had a uh, a post up there. Of five actors, and it was like uh, ranked these uh, from, you know, I, I guess like best to worst. And it was who was Fox, Denzel, Will Smith? Uh, I don't know if I said Samuel L. Jackson already, and uh, Morgan Freeman. And I was like, Morgan Freeman can't really act like that in class. Um, he, he just be talking. Will Smith, second to last. He, he just, big Will lapping all over the place. Eh, I feel like there are four Will Smiths. You know, you got, like, I Am Legend, uh, kind of action hero, Suicide Squad, iRobot, whatever, Will Smith. You got Super Happiness, Will Smith. You got uh, Hitch, Will Smith. And then you got, like, Disney-flavored Aladdin-type Will Smith. And you know, it's kind of you looking to draw this one. And then I think I ranked Jamie as number one because he, brother, just really embodies whoever he's doing. Whether it's voiceover work, whether it's um, him doing an autobiographical film, like Ray really, really got after him. Ray um, was really himself in his TV show. So he yeah, musically talented, brother. So he's all over the place. But, um, Denzel was a close second, but you know Denzel is just gonna be Denzel, and Denzel is gonna be Denzel in the movie. I, I swear, Denzel in the movie, since he was and he just—I'm on the phone and just start asking questions and shit. I'm like, all right. this man don't know what movie, is. he don't know the lines. He doesn't know—he doesn't <laughs> know the concept of this movie. So you telling me right now, I'm on the phone with you, and you're on a train. And they're they acting their ass on the other guy. And he's like, okay, okay. And he's just trying to figure out what he's So, you know, kudos
1: to him for figuring it out. So, you trying to tell me that Hollywood has been employing a dementia patient for like the past 30 years and just having him in front of the camera in different outfits?
0: I'm not saying he got
1: dementia.
0: I'm just saying, I'm just saying, he's got a Depth. He's got a depth of work, man. He got so many movies that he work on, and he work on so many movies and shows. You know, other scripts that he's writing himself. And he don't know which one he's in right now. And he just, you know, maybe he's thinking about lunch or whatever. And then he's thinking about, you know, the next big project. And then he comes back to, and there's a big light shining right here. There's cameras, and then there's this other dude that's never had another movie before acting his ass off. He's embodied his character. He's slept on these lines and shit like that. He's getting quizzed on who he is, and he's really bringing it right now. So Denzel feeling bad <laughs> now. He has to question this guy to figure out where the fuck he's at, who he is, who he who he's playing right now, what the scenario is. Now that he's got those facts, now he can step back into his role. It's all ad lib, bro. (laughs) It
1: it would take five years to shoot a movie with this man. (laughs) Now, how
0: long was it between equalizers?
1: I said,
0: five (laughs) years. Okay. All right.
1: Oh,
0: shit. I can rest my
1: case. All right. Well, <laughs> you 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 answered one of the questions I was going to ask you. So I'm just gonna I'm i I'm gonna throw this out there. Um, who's a who's a worst actor or actress? Beyonce or Jennifer Lopez? Oh, easy, Beyonce. Man, look, i
0: about to get on Beyonce Beyonce fucked up the Lion King. I say it with a heart. Of fuck Beyonce fucked up the new Lion King. I just went through uh, five minutes earlier telling you how much I love life, bro. Mm-hmm. How much. How much i growing up, that allegory of Simba going through life and, you know, having to figure out things for himself, having fun, but then recognizing there's responsibility and all these things he has to be accountable for and going back to his rightful spot as the king of Pride Rock and all these other things like that such a deep, moving movie, man, when you really get into it. And then you have the musical score, Hans Zimmer, and you have Lebo M, which, you know, oddly, side note, Lebo M got, like, not a lot of followers on Instagram, so anytime I comment on his shit, he <laughs> you back. to that, I'm like, damn, bro, this this man, y'all gotta this man some more love, man. You gotta give. Nah! You gotta give him some more love, bro. Put some respect <laughs> on him. But um, my comment should be buried. But anyway, he responded to me on normal time. We he, he interface like this. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the light motif of the movie, right? Um, light motif. <laughs> See, I gotta pivot back now. I gotta bring it back. The light motif of the movie influence, baby influence. Um, the leitmotif is uh, a song or a riff in music that is recurring throughout a piece of work, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're watching something like Dragon Ball Z and they play that dun, 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 dun you're like, oh shit, I know Goku about to go off or I know he about to go Super Saiyan or Ultra Instinct because you know that little bit of music. In the Lion King the leitmotif is Bullseye Booth I mean, Swahili word to rule, which I identify with so much, man. Like my, um, I got an acacia tree right here with a rising sun from the Lion King, man. The sun rises with the with the dawn of a new king. You know what I mean? Me being the king myself, you know, it rises with me, and all these other African things I have, uh, honestly, are in a lot of ways not directly, but some of them indirectly. um, uh, Tied to that song, Usa, and uh, the song of it, right? So when you hear Usa, this, Usa, this, Usa, when you hear that repeatedly throughout the line, you hear it at different times, and it makes you feel different, even though it's the same chant. What does it mean? It means to rule, and it's his ancestors telling Simba how to rule. Usa, Simba, yo. Simba rule with pride, rule with love, come back to Pride Rock, which is a crazy thing subliminally to think about. The whole movie telling Simba to come back and do what he's supposed to do. They took that shit out and put Spirit in, which sucked. And Beyonce can't act. I'm done. What is Spirit about? Spirit
1: Hear that? She probably had that <laughs> okay. in her writer.
0: <laughs> I don't know why it was in there. I don't know who wrote that in there. Um, I think they wanted to capitalize on the star power and I know that they wanted the beehive to be in there like yes yeah, queen, Beyonce been a queen, she been a queen, now she's a fictitious queen in a lion's body. It makes sense now. The stars have a line. Like, up? I get it, but Bruh, like, ruined the movie. They should have got, one, somebody with a younger voice. Beyonce and Donald Glover did not match up. There was no chemistry in there. Donald Glover sounded mad, youthful and shit like that. And Beyonce ain't gonna lie, she sound a little older. Hmm. If she was gonna be a queen, she should have been an old queen, so she should have been Sarabi versus Nala. Hot take. Um, and also, man, she really fucked up. Can you feel the love tonight? So bad. So bad. I, I didn't finish the movie. Luckily, I watched it on bootleg Because I didn't want to support that at all. But, uh, yeah, man. It, it started buffering. And I was like, fuck it. I don't want to watch this shit no more anyway. So don Glover, he's singing it. You know, and I think it was meant to be some like, like very soft and like lovingly and like almost like in a talking way because it makes you relate to it more and it brings you in more versus like really going. So he's like, and I don't know how they set up these studio sessions either because he's singing it. Can you feel the love tonight? But you know, and he kind of killing it doing his thing. She in there. I'm like, bro, over singing the hell out of him. You can't hear it. The audio is off. So she, I don't know, man. She's just doing the most, and I don't know. It just feels like after all these years, somebody would have told Beyonce, hey, maybe you should take acting. By now. I, and it really got me to the point of thinking I don't want to see her in another movie outside of uh, a singing biopic. I don't if it's not another kind like records or um, the temptations too, I don't want to see it.
1: <laughs> you, you think you think uh Jairo V responded to all his comments too? I hope not. It's, it, it can't be many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could be many, but it's probably around 50. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Ja Rule, man, he got the uh, – she just got to pray for the mother, man. Just <laughs> one of them, just, you know them kids you pick on too hard at school, and then like five years later, you're like, man, I probably shouldn't have done all that. You know, I hope they're all right. You know, I feel like that's really Ja He he was just trying to live his life. He was just trying to live it up like the rest of us. And, you know, caught a beef, and he didn't know he would catch that shit for the rest of his fucking life. (laughs) Fuck it. Uh, 50 Cent turned into St. Meaner on his ass, and got nothing but pain in his heart directly for Jaru. And it's just a bad position to be in.
1: (laughs) Damn, you said this nigga turned into stink manner. <laughs>
0: Specifically for him. <laughs> I hate your guts.
1: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, can you... What if they, like, end up in the same old folks home? Like, that, that's gonna be bad. Like... Yeah. He gonna be, like, getting the nurse to take his pills? Like... Yeah. Let it go. Like, Let it go.
0: They the nurse to kill him. 50 you will pay that nurse. Don't give him his love for your medicine. <laughs> Fuck with his catheter.
1: Shit like that. Damn. Man, this this has been uh dope in so many ways. Uh I, I I'm tired of laughing. It's it's crazy. And oh. all, all I can say is all I can say is wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Mad, oh, mad, oh, man. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, um, I hope that you enjoy uh, tonight's show. Uh, Not only was it a uh, first, but it was uh, groundbreaking in my little world. Um, I want to announce that, um, you know, recently I've been looking for changes and I decided to add a co-host to the show. And um, after meeting his brother and getting to know him and, you know, uh, talking some things over, I decided to bring Kenneth on as the new co-host of the, I can't make this a podcast. Um, I, I, I don't know about you, but I see great things in the future for the show. And I can't wait to see what comes up um, from this. Um, so when this does post, um, you will have an opportunity to see the video of this interview on the I Can't Make This Up Patreon. Um, I will have that up uh, real soon. So don't forget to click the link in the bio if you want to see the actual interview itself. Um, other than that, it will be posted via YouTube, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, Instagram and all that other good stuff that I'm on. And it will also be everywhere podcasts are available. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, I can't with a K make this a podcast. Um, And let me know what you think down in the comments, you know, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in getting some feedback and see how you guys, you know, felt the styles of Kenneth Bridges, who I think is a, is a fool. Uh, in his own right and <laughs> and he, he deserves all the accolades he gets and much more, you know. So uh, uh Kenneth uh, why do uh not you go ahead and talk to the people. Hey man
0: blessings uh being on here man definitely a pleasure rocking with the big team man it's been it's been a fun night man my, my face hurting right now I'm laughing abs hurting Laughing dog, we're having a good time. Uh, I, I see a bunch of good uh podcasts coming down, the, coming down the channel, a bunch of new content coming our way, bro. And uh, we're gonna keep giving it to you, man. Uh, I just know that there's a lot that we can do between the two of us, and like KT said, I love to cut up, so we'll have a great time. We'll have a great time. So, y'all check us out, and uh, we'll see you soon.
1: All right, uh, let the people know where they can reach you at. Hey,
0: man, uh, I'm on Instagram, Kenfluence. So, K E N F L U E N C E. Um, it's Kenfluence, that's me, man. Uh, look up the one with the most followers, uh, <laughs> and that's me. Uh, we're gonna do some rebranding, but right <laughs> as of right now, as it stands, I got some, I got some pre to do, but um. Uh, <laughs> Right now, if you put in at K-E-N-F-L-N-C, that's Ken F-L-N-C. Basically, it's, you know, I I took the vowels out of Fluence. uh, They had to, the original Ken Fluence. So I'm going to throw some dots and underscore chicken in. But uh, until then, until then, you know, (laughs) K-E-N-F-L-N-C, my Instagram. So y'all rock with me, Ken folk, and I'll catch y'all next time.
1: So you you didn't you didn't think about it when you put it out there for or you didn't do enough research,
0: bro. So it, it was so I had the idea right. I was like, I can't understand that is a dope name. I saw a nigga had already took the name. I said, what the hell? Don't even use Instagram like that. And I was like, do I offer to pay the nigga for it? And I was like, yeah, I just use my stimulus check. And I was like, I would do that. <laughs> I was like. Give my stimulus I was like, why would I do that? So I'm like, I'm just going to put some dots and underscores in there. So what, it, what it's meant to be is uh, KenFluence, of so K-E-N, dot, F-L-U, like the flu, underscore, E-N-C-E. Okay, again, we're going to run it back. K-E-N, dot, F-L-U, underscore, E-N-C-E. Uh,
1: that's careful, baby. You know, once you once you get verified, you know all the the hesitation will go out the window. I I try to get I, I've tried twice to get verified, and for some reason they don't think I'm me, which is stupid, but whatever. So I'll try again in thirty days and and see if I can be more of myself. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's crazy. I know somebody would. With 200 followers, and they're verified, I guess, because they're more them <laughs> than anybody else. I don't know. <laughs> you got to know somebody with 200 followers.
0: But all right, I, I'm going to look into that myself. See what I can do. But uh, yeah, that's wild.
1: Yeah, wow. man. Yeah, so, hey, man, I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate all your feedback. And, you know, sharing the video, liking the video, subscribing on all platforms. Um, We are going to uh, go on a marketing push to grow Facebook as best we can. Right now, um, I'm under 100 followers, but, you know, hopefully by summertime, we can change that and uh, try to make that. 10 times is bigger. I don't want to say eight times or seven. It's kind of weird. Five times is stupid, and two times is just 100. I, I don't know, but I, I think that, you know, with enough, um, you know, uh, support, we can make that happen. <laughs> right, right. Well, by a solid
0: increment, we're going to increase. That's, you know, we're going we gonna to talk in Bible terms. Just very, the metric's not going to add up, but a lot. Mm-hmm. overpouring uh
1: quantities and whatnot. We we want our virtual cuff to overrun and never cease.
0: with, Amen. With followers and sponsorships. Because, you know, you can have followers, but you can have a sponsorship. I'm trying, I'm trying to make that bad.
1: But um, yeah,
0: uh, follow likes, comments, all the types of things. So y'all be active as participants, man. You know, let us know um how you feel about it and what we can do. Uh what y'all like that we did, uh things that y'all want to see coming up, we'll dig into it, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. We are, I'm actually in talks with the pen, so you know. Oh, Oh no. All right man Until next time people I have been Big T All
0: right man this Care Floats y'all be All right